0: Why not register your child for the Wizards District Gaming Youth Academy Virtual Summer Camp presented by Litos? This virtual summer camp is a full day esports event that runs from 11 in the morning until four in the afternoon. Campers will work on a variety of skills and strategies that will put them in a better position to win. This program focuses on daily skill development, fitness, life skills, and feature exclusive virtual meet and greets with Wizards District gaming athletes and executives. The camp is open to children ages 10 to 17. The program will be run in conjunction with Game Gym, an esports team and training center located in Rockville. Learn more information and register your kids at dcfamily.com slash whizdg. Here we go. It's another edition of Full Court Press getting closer and closer to the NBA restart. Pleased to welcome uh, Jerry and Grant to Full Court Press, along with uh, Glenn Consor. And Jerry, first, welcome, and uh, just give us some insight of what's going on right now. with just signed by the Wizards. Uh, what's been going on with you this summer, leading up to this point? Where now you're about to embark on on the great unknown in that trip to Orlando. Uh,
1: just trying to stay ready. You know, I've been I've been working. You know, trying to do what I can to, to stay in shape and you know stay ready for when I got that call and was able to join the team and, you know, try to help them with this playoff push. Jerry,
2: Jeremy, what, what's it like for you to, uh, you know, you've, you're you a pro. You've been in the NBA. Uh, you, you, you've played with a number of NBA teams. Uh, but it's got to feel special for you playing, coming back and playing uh, in Washington, a place where you grew up. Uh, what's that been like?
1: Yeah, this is definitely different. You know, I, I was born and raised here. You know, this is where I grew up, you know, um, this area has, you know, made me the man I am today. And, you know, um, to actually be able to come back home here and play has been exciting. It's like, really like a dream come true. Like, it really feels like I'm home and, you know, the people that are here with the, org- the Wizards organization our family. Take, take us inside. Uh, as you mentioned, it's
0: home. And, and basketball is truly in your DNA. Your, your dad, Harvey, a great star with the Bullets, a, a guest here on Full Court Press. I'm sure he told you about all the fun he had with us on <laughs> Full Court Press. Your brother's involved in the game. Uh, I have a lot of curiosity. I'm sure a lot of people do. The life growing up in the, the, Gra- the Grant household where basketball was, was such a part of life.
1: For sure. You know, we, we, we competed against each other. You know, we made each other the players we are today. You know, from my oldest brother who went to Clemson and is playing overseas now, all the way to, to my youngest brother who played at the math and played in college a little. We all, you know, made each other the players we are. You know, it was, it was tough. You know, we had a lot, of, a lot of battles, you know, a lot of tears. You know, a lot of fighting, a lot of getting angry. But like I said, it, it made us competitors and it made us into these great players.
2: You mentioned DeMatha. Uh, you, you know, you, you've been really well coached uh, coming up in the D.C. area, uh, Mike Jones. And um, Mike Bray is a good friend of mine now. So I got some inside scoop on you. Uh, and I, I got to ask you, uh, Mike's one of my favorite guys. Mike's a DeMatha guy. Um, first of all, was was that was that inside scoop of him being at the Matha and then him being at Notre Dame helped and I gotta ask you because I'm a big fan of Mike's what's it like and what was it like to play for him at
1: Notre Dame? Uh, It was huge for me you know obviously him coming from this area you know me having to leave my home where I was grew up born and raised going all the way out to Indiana you know I had to have some type of connection and for him to you know, be from my high school, from my area, and, you know, tell me that he was going to take care of me, tell my parents that, you know, he was in, I was in good hands, it meant a lot. So, you know, to actually get there and finally get up under him and be able to play, you know, he, he gave me a lot of confidence to go out there and, and play my game and, and, you know, just show the world what I can do. And, you know, I think that's one thing that Coach Bray does, I think, better than, you know, any coach in America is he gives his players confidence. You know, he lets them go out there, make mistakes, grow as players, and I think it's helped me and a lot of players that come to Notre Dame.
0: Talk to so many people uh, you know right down to, to a James Brown who I just visited with recently. For you, what what does the math mean? What did it mean to you? Why does that school continue uh, to produce not only quality basketball players but but quality individuals?
1: You know you, know, you said it best. you know it, it's not just about the basketball. it's about you know building young men. Um, the the family environment you know um, you you find brothers for life Uh, to this day you know my best best friends come from DeMatha you know my obviously my brother um, my best friend Victor Oladipo you know Quinn Cook we all you know we all come from that but we all you know stay close we're all family you know we were at each other's houses it's it's more than just basketball but at the same time you know we push each other we compete we make each other better and at the same time we want to see each other win so I think that family environment, you know, us all being from the same area, being able to grow up together as young men, I think that's that's what, really what the math means to me.
2: Jeremy, your travels and journey uh, in the NBA and um, recently with the go-go in D.C., um, to some degree, it is common uh, in, in the NBA. You got guys that come up and then they go back down and then they go back up, and I think the, the, uh, the G League is um, – is a place where I think it's like seventy-five percent of the NBA has touched the. You know, the, the G League. you were in the NBA and then then back down. When you're playing there, um, are you trying to develop your skills? Are you trying to show coaches? Are you are you trying like what is your mindset? I know you're trying to win games. Mm-hmm. But are, you, are you also working on developing your deficiencies, your what you want to work on, and also try to impress the NBA?
1: Yeah, I think it's different for every player. You know, I think some players go down there to, to grow their game. Some 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 players go down there to to show what they can do. And for me, it was regaining my confidence. You know, for me, it was it was going down there and you know, you know, Coach uh, Ryan. You know, he let me kind of do my thing to to get that confidence back and and actually show you know what I'm capable of. For me, I needed to go down there and and re- remind myself of the player that I was. And you know, I think I did that. And I think you know, for me now, you know, the sky's the limit. I'm I'm just ready to to get back to the highest level and uh, keep that confidence that I had coming in.
0: Is, is that the big difference? Is a, is a, everyone in the NBA is athletic. Everyone can has a skill set. Uh, is that the difference? Is, is it the mentality? And that's not easy to have, you know, over 82 games over six months. Is, is that the big difference in your mind?
1: For sure. For sure. I think if you can keep that mentality where, you know, you can be at your highs and highs and still, you know, be good or be at your lows and lows and still keep that same confidence. I think that that's what changes, you know, players who can miss eight, eight shots in a row and still have the confidence to come back and finish the second half eight for eight. Like, I think it's, it's different, you know, um in the NBA, you can have coaches who, you know, you miss a couple of shots and they yank you out and you, you just kind of check out mentally. So if you can just mentally, you know, keep that strength, I think that's what, you know, can help you in the long run.
2: I talked to uh, Scott Brooks today about you and he, he said that you are a defensive-minded player, which he really likes to see. And, um, and your skill set is, uh, to some degree, combo. You know, you can play the point, you can play the wing, you can, you know, you're versatile, you can defend multiple positions. You know, when you are, now have this opportunity in the league, you know, what are you trying to accomplish? You know, I know you're trying to help contribute to win games but what are you trying to accomplish now uh, to show the coaches, hey, you know, like next year's around the corner?
1: Right. Um, For me, it's just establishing myself. You know, um, like you said, I can do a a little bit of everything. You know, I can knock down shots. I can help contribute, you know, distributing. Uh, Defensively, I can guard one through three. You know, for me, it's just showing that I can do a lot to help contribute to the team. And, you know, I think that's where my role is now in the NBA is just to show that – I can do a lot on a winning team, and I feel like you know when the Wizards get healthy and everybody comes back, you know I can be one of those guys to really help push them over the top. Because you know once everybody comes back, I feel like this team is really going to be in a, a good position to do some special things.
0: You mentioned, of course, Ryan Richmond, the head coach of the uh, the Capital City Go Go. We're visiting with Jaren Grant on uh, Full Court Press, and yes, that that great family Grant name that's such a part of DC area basketball, including uh, Harvey Grant. Uh, Take me inside the Capital City Go-Go. It, it seems like the success Go-Go players continue to have with the Wizards, it almost feels like even if you're with the Capital City Go-Go, you're still very much a part of the Wizards. It's not two different teams, or at least that's the way it almost seems to me. What's your take?
1: Yeah, for sure. I feel like when, when I first got there, you know, um, I talked to Tommy and I talked to, to the Wizards coaches, and, they, you know, they really made me feel like I was part of the family, even though I was only on, you know, the Go-Go's team. So, um, I think, you know, the, the coaching staff for the Go-Go know, like, you know, we want to win games, but your main goal here is to get to that next level. And I think they help us with that, you know, once we come down there. So I think it's definitely a, a different organization when it comes to that.
2: Jeremy, what, would, what advice would you give to players that are in a similar boat that you're in? Uh, you know, you've been in the NBA, you know, you were a guy who – You know, you're coming to the Wizards. You've played over 250 NBA games, so you have experience. Um, And what's impressive to me is your resilience uh, and your perseverance and your work ethic. Um, You know, those things are important. But for a lot of the players in the G League, you know, and guys that are looking to do what you're doing, what advice would you give them?
1: Uh, to keep working. You know, it it can seem like you're never going to get that shot or you're never going to get that opportunity. But if you work like that, then it's not going to work. So, you know, you always got to work like that opportunity is coming. Like, for me, you know, when our G League season ended, I thought, you know, I could have been like, oh, our season's over. You know, it's done for me. But I, I stayed prepared. You know, I kept working out. I kept working. And I got that phone call. And, you know, I was I was ready and prepared. So it's just always staying prepared for when that phone call does come. You know, um, just to seize your opportunity. And, like, like most people, people know, you know, in the G League, it's not always the, the top scorer or the guy who makes all the fancy plays. It's the guy that is going to have a role on the NBA team and, and help that team be successful.
0: To play at the level you're playing at in such an elite situation, we think about billions of people in the world. There's only 500 NBA basketball players and your dad was one of them. Um, so what are conversations like with your dad? Because he can certainly relate to your career.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, it's, it's, it's always about, you know, just seizing your opportunity. You know, um, when he had an opportunity to play in the league, he played for 10 years. You know, he, when, he, when, he, when he was called upon, he was ready. And, you know, it's exciting for us. You know, he always told us, you know, it's all about working hard, you know, working as hard as you can, working harder than the next guy, you know, being better than the next guy. You got to just be the best you can be. And, and I feel like that's what he instilled in, in all four of my brothers. And I think that's why we're all successful to this day
2: you know jeremy i think when you when you know when you play in the nba and I, I don't care who you are you always look at other players and go and and you pick up stuff you know you, you might take a little bit um maybe from a handle from chris paul or you maybe you'll take um shooting from bradley Beal, um you know passing from another guy who in the nba do you kind of watch and you, you know you think you're really picking stuff up from and you almost can envision yourself doing those things. Because I think it's important for players to do that
1: in the league. Uh, Yeah, for me, it's tough because I, I've been around the game for so long. So, like, I kind of was looking at older guys. Like, I looked at guys like Rod Strickland. Like, I wanted to play like Rod Strickland. Like, I watched, you know, he played with my dad. I used to watch him all the time. I watched highlights. And I wanted to play like that. And then, you know, as the game started evolving, you know, I was a Gilbert Arenas guy. Like, oh, you know, he's a – you know, he's a bigger guard. He's a guard who shoots. You know, he can attack. He can create. So, you know, for me, it was, it was that. But, you know, for a lot of players, like you said, I, I mean, I watch a lot of basketball now, and I can still, you know, pick up things from, you know, great point guards like Chris Paul and Dane Lillard and guys like that. So, you know, um those are just some of the guys that you watch and you, you kind of, like, watch over and over again to try to catch a couple of their moves.
0: Mentioned Rod Strickland, most underrated point guard or well, one of them, certainly in the NBA, he was—he was special. It was special to call some of his games. You were talking about working hard, and, and this had to be such a, a difficult period because for the longest time you're working by yourself, mm-hmm. uh, no doubt. Just take me through the mental process of that, and now what you guys are doing as a as a team, because this has probably been like no other basketball period in your life, certainly.
1: For sure, it was—it was hard when it first started. You know, when it first started, it's like, man, like. You know, season's not going to pick back up until October. So, you know, we can kind of take a break. But then it was like, nah, I'm not – you can't wait that long. You know, it can't even take – it was hard after a week for me not not touching the basketball or not working out after a week. It was it was hard. So, you know, I just told myself mentally I want to be prepared. I want to be ready for whenever, whenever this thing starts back up. So, you know, the first couple of weeks was just working on my body, making sure my body was in shape. And then after that, it was just finding a gym by myself and finding a court just to be able to dribble the ball and get some shots up. So – no, it's, it's definitely not easy, but, you know, it's here now and, you know, we're, we're able to get back into the gym with coaches, so we just got to be prepared for when the ball gets tossed up.
2: You know, talking to uh, a lot of players, coaches, um, they all say the same thing right now, you know, going into the bubble. Um, we're, you know, we're all in the same boat. You know, we all had a – didn't have the opportunity to, to play. You know, what are your thoughts on what – it's going to look like when you get back to playing, you know, I mean, you're going to be coming into a, you know, a a new team, but, you know, even the players that have been playing together for, you know, all season, you know, what do you think the play is going to look like when they toss that ball up in Orlando?
1: I think the best thing that the NBA did was have a a three week training camp. You know, um, usually when, you know, when the season starts, you only get about, seven days of training camp. So to actually have three weeks of training camp before the first game is started, I think it's going to help uh, every team. You know, um, me, especially, you know, being a new guy on my team, I get to come in and, and, you know, scrimmage with those guys for three whole weeks before we have to play against another team. So, you know, um, to be able to just do that, I think it's going to going to help. I and mean, you know, once the ball's tossed up, you know, you got guys who have been going hard for three whole weeks, you know, nonstop. And I think they'll be ready and it'll show on the court.
0: Scott Brooks said to us uh, he can't wait to see the hunger that this team has shown all year. It, it, it comes every day with a, a practice like mentality, wanting to prove something, a mentality called it a brotherhood. Uh, the, the team, as, as, they're about to, as you're about to enter Orlando, uh, what is it about this team that, that this group seems to be having so much fun? Why is it uh, that close knit? Because the results don't always go your way, but yet, this team seems to move on to the next day and try to get better.
1: I think they, you know, the take out the coach. I know, you know, when coach played, he was a, you know, a scrappy hungry player, you know, he had to claw and fight for everything he got. So I think, you know, that rubs off on the team and the players. And I think we feel the same way, you know, um, us being, you know, underdogs and everybody's kind of writing us off when we go down there. You know, I feel like, especially them early games, it's going to be the, the hungrier, harder playing team that wins. So I think we'll be prepared for that.
2: You know, Jeremy, it's, I know your dad, I know your family. Um, it, it's mind boggling to me when, and I think to Dave too, to all of us, when you see brothers that are playing in the NBA, you know, to, to make it into the NBA, number one is incredibly difficult uh, to have brothers playing the NBA is, is to me incredible. You got the Lopez brothers, you know, and you got Keith and Marcus and, um, you know there are brothers, but it, it's mind-boggling to me. You 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 come from that kind of family. Best advice your dad gave you um, as you were pursuing your career? Uh,
1: it it had to be the hard work. The hard work, like you said, it's it's extremely hard to make it to make it to to the NBA. Like it's it's hard, hard. Like it's next level. So he said, you know, if you if you want to be that player, that one percent that gets into the NBA, you have to work harder than everybody and for me, it was making those sacrifices for him. He was telling us, you know, you can't go out this night, or you got to wake up this early, and you know, you can't go to that party because you got this game this weekend. Like it was, it was making sacrifices like that, you know, in our childhood where we couldn't do certain things, but you know, it, at, in the end, it was going to pay off, and we just had to trust them, and you know, it ended up working out.
0: I can sense it. You're excited, aren't you? You're excited. I am. I'm you're... extremely <laughs>
1: excited. Yeah, I'm home.
0: I'm home. I'm just going to say, as I'm watching you uh, and listening to you, you're. You're ready to, to start playing Orlando right now. Uh, final question. Uh, a, a couple weeks before the, uh, uh, the first game, we all don't know what, how it's going to play out for any team, as we just uh, discussed. But um, how confident are you in this Wizards team, regardless of who ends up uh, playing on the floor? Because that's still a bit of an unknown.
1: Extremely confident. Like I said, you know, um, Coach Brooks has instilled a lot of, scrappy, hard, hard-working players on this team. And I feel like as long as we go down there and, and do that, we're going to be fine because, you know, um, it, it, it's possibly going to be some teams down there who are kind of like, you know, just down there to be down there. And, you know, for us, it's, it's, we're going down there to work. So, you know, we're going to take advantage of this opportunity. We've got a lot of players on our team who have something to prove. And, you know, we're excited for it.
0: Kerry and Grant, you have me fired up. We're ready to go. Let's, <laughs> let's go. Let's play some games. Jerry, we are so happy for you. And, again, congratulations. And and, uh, we thank you for this time today on Full Court Press.
1: Yeah, appreciate it.
0: With Glenn Consor, that's Jerry and Grant. And this has been Full Court Press.